Yeah, go to time.is. What? Just go to time.is. It's really not, it's not difficult. We can do this. This is professional podcasting. Is it loaded up for you? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's clap at 25. Ready? Was that better? That was way off. Oh. I feel like it was way off. That's fine. It'll be, well, you know what? Don't, I'll make it work. But don't you, that's why you clap. I mean, you slide the claps, right? Like that's, you can just, you drag to the, where the claps are, right? Isn't that why you do Right, that? right. In theory. Yes, yeah. In so theory. why would it matter what time we actually, as long as we clap. I don't know. Listen, do you think I, do you think I do this for a living? No, I don't. I know. I don't do it for a living either. Neither of us do this for a living. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we went to uh, Rainbow Cone. Rainbow Cone. Oh yeah, Rainbow yeah. Cone? No, no, that's like icon, an iconic Chicagoland institution. Rainbow Cone. Yeah, I, I, I'd never heard of it. So oh. we went there uh, tonight. That's why we're late because it's all the way, mm-hmm. all the way fuck up on Roosevelt. It's um, far away. And, uh, and I was excited because they have bubblegum ice cream, and I'm a big oh, fan yeah. of the artificial bubblegum flavor. Holy shit, Bef- dude! The all first right, go, thing go, go. I want to talk to you about is fucking bubblegum. Is that the weirdest? Fucking thing. All right, go. You do your bubblegum thing, and then I'll do my right. bubblegum thing. So I have to preface this by saying that there is a cupcake factory near us, cupcake factory, a cupcake establishment near us near called Small Cakes. It's yes. up on Ogden. You've you probably seen it. It's very good. Um, and they uh, they have a very good cupcake, uh, a wedding cake cupcake is to die for, but uh, they had at one point, once, in the entire time I've ever lived, uh, the entire time it's been here, um, they had a bubblegum cupcake. And it was like incredible. I love the taste of artificial bubble, or not artificial bubble. Like I love the bubble taste of artificial gum bubble gum flavored bubble like, gum. I love bubble gum flavored bubble gum. Like getting prescribed amoxicillin in liquid form when I was a kid was like my, I, I, I was so happy I was sick. So like, and that's what that fucking cupcake tastes like. Now I know that like for some, that's not for everybody. But they went so hard in the fucking bubblegum paint. It was great. So I was so excited because they have a bubblegum flavored ice cream. They did not go hard in the bubblegum flavored oh, paint. It's like, it was like, it was like LaCroix oh, bubblegum flavored ice cream. It was like, it was like it drove past. But that wasn't the weirdest part, right? Okay. The weirdest part is, is as you're eating it, there's little chunks of bubblegum. Yeah, correct. That's how bubblegum ice cream works. What the fuck are you doing with bubblegum no, while I you're did, eating ice cream? No, and like, and it's even weirder because it's small enough. Because you know, like when bubblegum gets really cold, it like it like brittle. It, like when you chew it, it, it just it just turns, it just breaks, mm-hmm. it breaks apart. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna just chew this and swallow it because that's obviously what they want. But like, you take the first chew and it almost completely disintegrates in your mouth. But then, like fucking the T1000, that second chew, it all reconstitutes into a fucking thing of bubblegum, and you're like, what? Do, well, what do I do now? So, I don't know what I don't know what to do. I have no idea if this is a, a thing that I I think I went to an ice cream shop that that invented this. Maybe do you remember Superman ice cream? I don't mean yes, like yeah. I don't. Yeah, there's one. There's what there's a the shop in town has Superman ice cream. And is it it's 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 the same thing, but it has all the gumballs in it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm not crazy. All right. This is a real thing. No. So I would thing. get that ice cream, and my parents, my parents would make me spit the gumballs out onto a napkin. And then, like, we would take that with us, and then I'd gum for later. Because, right? Because what are you supposed to do with it? 
Well, I know, I know. But these are like, but this isn't like a fully formed gumball. This is like, like someone took like a fucking like, you know, like when you buy the the bubble gum that comes in like a like a chunk rectangle of bubble gum. You know what I mean? Like a like a cubed rectangle. I don't know what the fuck. What is a bubblelicious? What is a th- whatever? But what is a three dimensional rectangle called? I found an idea. It's not a cube. But whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Like it's a big fucking chunk, and it just like they just sliced a little corner of it off, and like that was like sprinkled oh. into the ice cream. So like you weren't even getting a full gumball. You were just oh, getting these weird. like you would just be eating it, and all of a sudden you'd be like, oh, that's a hard piece, and then you chew into it, and it's like, oh no, that's gum, and it just completely disintegrated. My- no, it didn't disintegrate in my mouth. That's I don't know, man. I can't believe we're still doing gum and ice cream. It doesn't make any sense. But you order it. <laughs> but you order. I it. ordered it. I I ordered it because I was like I was like maybe they're maybe they're gonna because I'm chasing I'm chasing the fucking amoxicillin that's all it is that's all my life is that's all my adult life is is chasing fucking liquid amoxicillin you know well, yeah I don't know do you remember bubble yum soda mm-hmm. yeah was, that was good that was awful it was so gross it was good so oh god I love so it gross. I love it just put it in put it give me wow. all the bubblegum flavors so weird you want to hear so here's my this is this drove this is what drove me nuts about bubblegum. Do you remember hot dog gum? They were yes, yes right? So yeah, they, they looked like they looked like hot dogs. Yeah, not without buns. They were just like little red sticks right. and they had a candy shell yes. or gumballs. They were gumballs. Yeah, they were like they were like cinnamon. They were like cinnamon. They were like they sometimes were, okay. they were cinnamon. I think other times they were just indiscriminate bubblegum flavor. I or peppermint. Okay. I remember okay. like a minty version. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Some do you remember the last time you had one of those? What year do you think no. it was the last time you had? I mean, I probably I probably bought some of those and a pack of cigarettes, uh bubblegum cigarettes. In 1989? 19 Yeah, probably right? maybe. So there's an article today that comes out that goes that's about an old hot dog stand in Chicago that used to give you a piece of hot dog gum with your hot dog. And the, okay. and the headline was uh, hot dog gum. It was a huge hit for 90s kids. Uh, excuse me, sir. I'm sorry. 90s kids? They stopped <laughs> making this gum in 1990. Like, what do you... like? <laughs> are we just referring to anyone two generations behind us as 90s kids? I don't or I guess, know, dude. Or, or us? I don't know. I, or a gen- I, guess, I guess, sorry, a generation behind us. Like, I mean, I think technically, I think technically we are 90s kids. I so that was my next question. Are we technically I think that's 90s tech, kids? Because it's, it, I think the era in which you come of age. Right. Is what the, cause like, cause like when you think about it, like my, all my influential music comes from the 90s, sure. right? Like right. anything that's influenced, like granted, I listened to music in the 80s. Like fucking, I've got, I, I got, I've got all the Peter Gabriel albums. I got all the Genesis albums. I listened to Def Leppard, but like, the the music that defined my musical tastes from the came 90s. in the nineties, right, right, yeah. So I think we are nineties kids, even though we were born in the early eighties. That's so weird. It's so weird to I think know. about it like that. Well, all right, there you go. That was my gum stuff. That was my gum gum, stuff. gum talk. Um, gum stuff. That fucking write up that 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 in the nineties nails write up was so good. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen, so good. Um, if you haven't seen yet. Um, if you don't follow us on Twitter, um, uh, a writer named Ellie, um, they go by the Twitter handle, you don't need maps. Is a very, very good writer, a uh, music writer, wrote this like exhaustive Nine Inch Nails thing. Um, it, it, here's, the, here's the part that freaks me out. I was part freaked you out, but they described like 
Nine Inch Nails as being like their middle school, high school music, which is like, yeah, I know, same. Right? And yeah, right, they're right. 24 but, 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 years but old. Was, they're 24 right, that years was like, old. But, but, their, but their middle school, high school shit was with teeth and fucking and, right. and year zero, which was like, which was like, that was like, hmm, I don't know what you're doing anymore, Trent. Like, I'm with you. I like, and I'll, I'll go along. But I, year zero is fine. Like, it's not, but it's, but it is not the first four. No, no. You know, it's not, it's not anything from the, like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, but it's very, it's a, it's exhausted. Like, I think you and I probably knew ninety five percent of the the stuff in that article, but like, it's mm-hmm. put together so well. It's like, oh, it's so well, it's so, it's so well. And but, and I never thought of Pretty Hate Machine as like a hard synth uh, pop synth. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I, I, because I'd always just lumped it. Everything oh, was industrial, industrial right? right? Like, yeah, it was industrial. Everything was industrial. Everything was under the industrial umbrella. No, but that, that, that fucking, the first Nine Inch Nails release has a fucking dance remix on it. Like, yes. So yeah, it all fits that era. Yeah. That, that genre of synth pop. Um, it's so good. But it's just gritty. Um, yeah, it's a really good article. You should check it out if you. Uh... The the bit on hurt was great too. Mm-hmm. The bit on the stuff on hurt. I I the uh, just just I don't know. I love reading retrospectives about about the fragile because it's just, <laughs> just because love, time has told that that's the better album. Time has time has told that that is the masterpiece. Yeah. Like I like I linked that Pitchfork review. Do you read it? Have you read the pitch, oh, I, the original Pitchfork review? This. Yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah, because that dude, because that dude there's sucks. A, because that dude in general sucks wow. across the board. Like reading his other reviews, he, he sucks. That guy yeah. just sucks. Well, that was Pitchfork in general when it first started. They all sucked. Like it, like the whole thing was shitty. And like the problem, the fact that now that they like are uh, like a Taylor Swift worship site is like such a weird. Such a heel, yeah. such a weird heel turn for Pitchfork. I don't get it, man. Like, <laughs> I, I'm so stupid. Um, I don't know. Um, so we are, we're four days away from the last time we podcasted. Yes. And uh, Donda, oh, Donda is still not out. Oh, I should, hold on. So we should, so we should preference <laughs> anyone who's gotten this far into the show. This is the show. Like, by the way, like there's, we only recorded four days ago. I have a long list of things to talk about. None of them are video games. Like one thing is video game related. So I have video game stuff okay, to talk about. We, too. But yes, are, this is this is gonna be the show. Strap in, like put, keep your arms and inside <laughs> the, the the intro music will probably come about twenty minutes before the end of the show. <laughs> um, no, I, I guess I wanted to talk about Kanye because there's a bunch of weird shit that that came out of that. Um, so as we recorded last week. Kanye, Kanye was doing Kanye was showing Donda to no, the entire world. Show it. He was playing it over the loudspeakers of an arena where people paid an average of $50 a ticket to be. He paced back and forth across the arena floor in a Akira outfit that like I like, don't understand. <laughs> 70,000 people watched him through their smartphones as he walked back and forth and vibed to his own album. And then, like, and then that was it. And then there's no album. Like, there's nothing. And then the, you know, and then, and then, but then, like, it was great because, like, everyone, all the like, Def Jam was like, it's dropping at midnight. And then, like, Apple Music had Yay Day all set up for the next day because that was, you know, they were gonna drop nothing. I, everyone's first time. This is everyone's first. Dude hasn't delivered an album on time. <laughs> I don't think ever. No, well, since he had to submit his music to a record label to be pressed and released, he hasn't had he hasn't had to be on time. <laughs> now that he can just, just why he has the keys to upload his own music to I, Apple Music and Spotify, I have no fucking idea. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then the dumbest hot take of, of all, did you see this dumb hot take today about the hot dogs were $50 or for, hot dogs were $40 and chicken tenders were like $65. And like people were like freaking out about this. Like, oh, the food was like super expensive. And then you all you need to do is go back to the source tweet. It was a person in a suite. These were the platter prices. It was like $50 oh. for a platter of hot dogs. It was $65 for a platter of chicken, which is, if you've ever been in a suite of an arena before, that's all very normal pricing. Like, that's right, all, that's the, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's yes. Um, I, so, yeah, there was this whole, like, hubbub today about, like, Kanye was charging, Kanye was charging, uh, the arena was charging, yeah, $40 for hot dogs or something. And, 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 and now there's, have you, have you seen this shit that he's, like, everyone's like, he's living in the arena. And I'm just like, why the, why the fuck would he be in the arena? He doesn't have his shit set up in the arena. It's not like it's not like the studio is in the basement of the fucking arena, <laughs> or is it? Like I, I don't. I like a serious. Like everyone's like he's living in the arena. Why? He's the, I don't understand. He's the Phantom of the Opera. Like <laughs> well, he's just like living in the rafters of the Mercedes Benz Center <laughs> or whatever. Like well, no, because then they saw him. They saw him the next night at. A basketball game or something or like and they're like Kanye's living here making the album living where there's hardly oxygen <laughs> in those places like what are you talking he's, about he's, li- he's living in one of the suites paying 65 dollars for hot dogs <laughs> he, bring me another platter of I'll be Franks <laughs> can we get those Chicago style please <laughs> please please I imported sports for my mother <laughs> This neon green relish goes up to to my mother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. The whole thing's is fucking dumb. I can't, I, I can't believe how dumb the whole thing is. I and I'm sure the album sucks too. So like that is that. I know that's the worst part. Is that like he's just he's never gonna do another my uh, beautiful dark twisted no. fantasy. It's just never gonna happen. But Dude, like, oh, yeah, everything I've heard is just like so dumb. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to any of it. I heard the fucking Jay-Z verse is awful, though, so. I, sure. Of course it is. Uh, of course it is. Well, I don't know. Why would it, like, who, why would why would anyone not phone in anything at this point? I mean, Kanye's basically phoning it in and then realized he can't phone it in, and that's why he's living in the arena. Re-recording. I mean, Donda was supposed to come out. A year ago. I, June. Uh, like, June of 2020. Because there's like a remix of a song or whatever, right? Like that came out June, right. yeah, June yeah, yeah, yeah. of 2020. Right. Yeah, that's like the newest thing on his Apple. Like we do Apple, his Apple Music profile. There's a remix of a song, and that was apparently supposed right. to be on. And then he performed somewhere, right? Wasn't he on SNL? Wasn't he on SNL that like wasn't he the season finale of SNL or whatever? And he he played songs. He dressed up like a Perrier bottle or whatever and did songs on SNL. Remember that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know maybe i don't know i don't remember i don't remember i remember it was supposed to come out a while ago yeah. and never did but because that's just what happens like he did that life of pablo listening party and then it came out like three oh, weeks later yeah like three or four weeks later i don't know man i i don't know i never i didn't listen to the last one i i don't know if i'll be yeah oh yeah he's not very good yeah or, I, thought or, or... I thought jesus no, is no, no, king no. or whatever jesus, okay so jesus i didn't listen to the last, last i didn't listen to the last I didn't listen to the last year. Oh, Ye-, Ye was when he was doing those EPs, like like four weeks, right. four EPs or whatever. 
right with four different artists that gave us the uh yeah. kids see ghosts ep which is like okay which i really like the kids see ghosts ep yeah it's fine i really like that and i like and i like the push a t album or the push a t oh I, I didn't listen to it but i understand that it is good i am to understand that that is a good album or you and that was and you call, that, that was during that was during the uh push a t drake beef Oh, which uh, right. was fucking still one of the top 10 <laughs> top 10 slam dunks of all time jesus christ uh, <laughs> uh oh, i saw black widow oh yeah i want to hear about this yeah, so uh, I, I, heard, this I understand it's a marvel movie it is the latest movie from marvel studios that's my review black <laughs> widow is the latest movie from marvel studios uh it's two hours and 15 minutes long um all right, here's, here's the thing. I don't want to spoil it. This is not spoilers. This is just something I noticed now with these Marvel movies and the Marvel shows and all this stuff. So when, when comic book movies got good like 20 years ago, right? Part of right. the thing that made them like super good was like they, they were rooted in reality. Like all this fantastical shit was happening, right? Like obviously the things, right. the powers and the, like those are right, not right, right. rooted sure. in reality. But like, the, like sure. there's no more of this like Superman takes 15 bolts to the chest and then like, flies into a guy right. and beats him up, right? Like, it's all kind of like... Like Iron Man, in theory, built the reactor right. for it his feels, chest. Like, it feels... like, like, like we, we still are stretching for that. Mm -hmm. But like, he did build this thing. Right. It's, it's not like... It wasn't fantastical. It was more science fiction. And now, like, I, I guess because like we did it, comic book movies are good. I, was, I love Marvel. I love these movies. Right. I love all these things. Like, I love the way it all connects. I'm a big fan. And we're all in, like the world's on board. These movies make a billion dollars a piece or whatever, right? And so because of that now, there all these movies are like ending. They, uh, the last 10 minutes of all these movies are like video game cutscenes. They're just like, it, everything's exploding. Black Widow gets thrown right. into like 15 like barricades or whatever. Um, like in lives, of course. And like, I, right it's it, the last 10 15 minutes of these movies now are just like they're the fast and the furious car going to the moon or whatever like it's all just like it's all whatever right. we, we're just gonna do whatever and then we don't care like the reality go, all goes out the window like black because black widow especially starts very human and emotional and like right rooted in all this like real stuff like that feels real and then the last 10 minutes is just insanity like pure like none of this could have ever happened. Like n all of this is nonsensical, and it's still a good movie. But like by the end of it, I'm just like exhausted. You're like, why did you? Yeah. Like why did you do all this stuff? Like the ending just feels way overblown. And all these movies are turning out like that now. Like they're all like the last mm -hmm. two minutes have to be a roller coaster ride. Like it's right. all building towards the drop. I'm honestly curious as to like what marvel movies look because like when they were pumping them out one two three a year right like we didn't really have time to breathe we were just kind of like marvel movie yeah, to Mar like if you, right. were, if you were into it and then we've had like a year to be like all right and then that's like and marvel's back and i'm like ah, i don't it's kind of nice we need to listen i need a little I need a little foreplay before we get right back into well, it here because but the shows, right? The shows are now the like sure. And I yeah, like listen, and and I I, I mean I don't want to spoil anything. Like I said, I don't want to spoil anything, but there are elements of this movie that are feeding directly into more like there's Disney plus hooks 
in oh, this sure. movie, like, which is oh, yeah. nuts. Like, eventually, it's all going to get, like, all these characters are just going to, like, pass back and forth amongst each other. Like, right. it's all going to feel like one thing. And I think the dream of, if I'm Disney and, I, and everything's still cool, like, everyone's still into it, January, there's a new show. February, there's a new movie. March, there's a new show. April, there's a new movie. May, there's a oh, show. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, yeah. It's just every other month. You're either watching a new right. Disney Plus show or you're going to the movies to see right. the next movie. Well, I mean, you're already, we're already in that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because no, they no, oscillate right. now between there's a Star Wars show and then there's a Marvel show. And then there's a Star Wars no. show and then there's a Marvel right. show. I mean, but look, and look at t- this year already. Like, you've, got, you've gotten WandaVision, Captain America, or, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, Loki. Loki. Um, what if, or Black Widow, what if Shang-Chi, I feel like there's something else than Eternals. Like we are, there are like four more right. Marvel things to come this year. Right, um, right. Which is pretty wild. Um, are we getting, are we getting the, are we getting the book of Boba Fett this year? Is that this December, year or next? December. Okay. Because they, they, they're going to, yeah, the, uh, no new Mandalorian season this year. No, no, Boba no. Fett. We're getting Boba Fett instead. Um, like it, and it's and it's and it's it's wild because like the best Star Wars stuff right now is is on TV, right? On TV in, in quotes on TV, right? On your like it's, device of choice, right? Did right. you? Uh, Mandalorian got nominated for more Emmys than like anything. It's the best yeah. fucking Star Wars thing they've ever done. Yeah. Like it's it's fucking like that that show is so fucking good, and yet I have no desire to rewatch it. But like it's so good. Carl Weathers got nominated for an Emmy, but he feels good about that. I bet he does. And he feels oh, good. Carl Weathers. Good for him. Ah, good for him. Good. You know what? Good for Carl. Good for Carl Weathers. That's good stuff. Um. Well, I got one more thing to talk about, but it's video game related. So you want to like just get into that? We can start the show if you want. All right. We've been doing this for half an hour already. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's what the people want. It's what it's what the body craves. It's what your body craves. <laughs> two, electrolytes. two nerds talking about whatever. Um, so my uh, my thing bleeds into the news. So do you want to do you okay. know, what have you been playing or what you want to Sure, talk yeah, about? yeah. Uh, I uh, rolled credits as promised on Resident Evil. Uh, I guess the patch helped. I don't fuck. I didn't really make that big of a difference to me. But all right, great. Um, uh, that game is my game of the year so far. It is. It is incredible. It's. It is the uh, Resident Evil team completely unhinged, and uh, I. I was reading stuff about it afterwards, and I guess like <laughs> they can, and you can feel it. Like if you're looking from the outside in, you can feel it that like. Each one of these things, the four main, the lords of this village, were all just ideas that they had. They had no idea how they were going to string the whole story together or anything. They were just like, we want to do a vampire. We want to do werewolves. We want to do this fucking guy that can control metal and, and is building an army of, of Nazi zombies. Uh, like, <laughs> and we want to do this PT sequence. And they built this whole village, this whole game. Yeah, they both, and that's how they tie it together. Was this village? It takes a village, and the story a Resident is, Evil village. It does. It takes a village. Uh, and the story's wild. 
And like in typical Resident Evil fashion, it ramps all the fuck way up in the last act. Like, like you literally, there is literally a room <laughs> that I feel like, because like the problem with most Resident Evil games is that the, they let the, the stuff laying around the journals do a lot of the heavy lifting for like backstory and stuff like that. And there's literally a room you walk into that is like exposition the room. Like you walk in, so like normally you walk into a room and you'll get like one or two little like hot spots that, that like have a little arrow that says, hey, you can go over here and do something. This room was like 15 and it was all journal entries and pictures and like story context and story context that I, I'm, I don't like to spoil, but like just out of the fucking blue. Like, I don't even want to... I. The story in this game is exactly what you think it's going to be. Like, okay. it's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's a Resident Evil game. Like, it's exactly what it's exactly what you think it's going to be for a game that like people lock doors with busts of horses. Like, so it's a uh, it's great though. Like, it is it is worth playing. It goes some fucking places in the end that are just fucking wild and and it oscillates between like like I like we were talking about before. Like, you start out and it's like oh, I'm being chased by something I can't kill. And then it's this PT sequence. And then it's like this problem-solving sequence while I'm, while I'm aware that there's a giant monster around, but I know how to avoid him, but I have to solve these puzzles to do that. And then it turns into a shooter, sure. which is real weird. And then kind of like, it goes shooter. It goes like, a, it like, it like dances in the shooter area for just a little bit. And then like kind of swings back to this like, you're fighting one big monster in a room that, that, and you have to like set traps and like solve, like there's like an ammo conservation portion to it. And then goes all the way into shooter where it's like, you have 5,000 bullets and a machine gun. And there are a lot of <laughs> monsters coming at you. Um, It's uh, fucking great though. What a game. God, like I, I'm, I, I'm worried where they're going to go for the last one because, like, the leaks have kind of indicated that they're going in a Resident Evil 6 route, which is not great. But, um, man, when you just let those dudes and women fucking make the game whatever the fuck they want, it's, it is... Everything in that game is great. Uh, including the fucking dumb ending. But, uh, yeah, it is my game of the year so far. All right. Well, maybe when 7, 8, and 9 are all out, I'll just play them as, like, yeah. one trilogy. Yeah. Resident Evil... Yeah. Uh, IV, Trilogy? IV Hospital. How are you gonna do nine? Right. Uh, Re- Res- no, IX. It's gotta be X. Oh, right. That's four. Resident I-X. Evil six. <laughs> six and Resident Evil <laughs> Vixen. Resident Evil Vixen. Can't wait. Resident Evil Blix the Time Sweeper. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait to shoot him in the face. That fucking whatever that thing is. Kill him. So yeah, that's it. That's okay, all I've been playing. Well, it's been four days. So. so I've been having a lot of Xbox problems. I'm ready to throw this thing through the fucking window. Um, the most powerful video game console? The most powerful console. Um, I'm just, uh, I may have fixed it today on my lunch break. I don't fucking know. But in the meantime, I've been playing a lot more magic arena with these dungeons and dragons cards um and what's really interesting about this set this dungeons and dragons set is that the way it's designed feels like they thought digital first Mm -hmm. which brings up all sorts of crazy 
things, right? So the first is, right. do we ever see a time where magic goes completely digital? There's no physical. Oh, man. Can you imagine going to a tournament with your iPad? Like, and you just are in the well, same room I, with the person playing? I think that, like, I I mean, like, I, I don't know if that's a rhetorical question. Do you want me to answer that question? I want you to do whatever you want. It's not a rhetorical question. It's a, it's a question I'm asking of, ma- of magic. I think, I think that there, that if you do a digital-only release of a game, first of all, you're going to upset the purists, but fuck the purists. There, that's what I'm saying. You got to sh- you got to shed those people. Hey, listen, there are but, 1.5 billion magic cards printed in the world. You sure, play physical magic. Play physical magic. You just won't. I'm just saying, like going forward, several sure. point where they're like, it doesn't make but, any sense for us to keep printing cards. But but you're going to lose out on the lower income crowd coming into magic because the barrier for entry Why? of physical I've, magic. No, but I the would, barrier for entry is for physical magic is is much lower than it would be for digital magic because you need some sort of device. You have the device yeah, as okay, but like, and I realize I realize that like tablets in general are prolific when people have smartphones. But yeah, there's something about you. You need a sure. You need a but there's something about Android going to a going to a card store. Giving them ten dollars and walking away. I don't know what is what is a pack of magic. What is the, oh, what is the starter pack of magic costs nowadays? Do they, they don't do it for they 10 don't, still? They don't make starter decks anymore. The the, oh, the way they on. do magic cards is super bizarre now. It's very intimidating. And in fact, for someone who's been lapsed from that physical game again for another decade, the the amount of product that is on a shelf per for a set is super intimidating. I don't understand oh, what certain things are. There are four dollar and twenty nine cent draft booster packs there are four dollar and 59 cent set booster packs there are 30 dollar collectors booster packs there are the fat packs remember the well they don't call them that anymore yeah that's that's discriminatory they're called gift sets now or something yeah they're like they were just bigger and now there's and there's commander decks which is the closest you can get to a starter deck but it's it's pre-constructed like you wouldn't buy it says like this one is the red blue deck and this one is like the green black deck. Like and this is it. Buy this and you get this is your deck. And if you bought two, if you bought two red green decks, you get two of the same. Right. It'd be, there'd be no reason to buy two of the okay. same deck. Um, it's a very intimidating product lineup. Um, I keep waiting to run into the cards at Target. I think if I see them at Target, I might be interested in picking up some physical cards just to because I have expendable income and I can disposable income and I can just buy them just to say I have them, uh, which is dumb, but like, um, so yeah, physical, physical. Interesting. It's just, I think that like the pro, like I, I, I think you run into a, the barrier for entry becomes higher. Uh, and, uh, just in general, but but I, but maybe I'm wrong. Here's my maybe thing. maybe they 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 would know more than they would know better than I would. They probably run the numbers. Here's here's the thing though. Magic the Gathering has been around for nearly thirty years, right? I know. And I all they it. can do is keep adding keywords, right? Like that's the way they like change the game. Like right. there's like a billion keywords now that you need to know. And the only thing that they can't like they, they have like the cards themselves can't change. They're printed. There are right. cards in this set that change in the and if you're playing physically, you have to like use your imagination because Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons mm-hmm. use your imagination. 
But in the digital version, they change. And that feels like a leap forward to me. Like that, right. that feels like we have discovered the next plateau. Of, now there's nothing we, that can stop us because every set can be cards that can change and keywords that can, we can add more keywords and we can change right. the actual cards. We can change the battlefield. We can, we can put it so that you put cards down and then we play a card that wipes all those cards off the table and we play like another different game and then we go, that has an outcome on the table. We go back to the table. Right. Am I making sense? Like, right. it's not a thing that yes. would be easy to pull off with physical cards. Although there are cards like that in like yes. original, original right, right, magic. Right, right, right. And they didn't work and they got banned and because it, it just doesn't work. Right, um, right. So this Dungeons and Dragons set to me definitely feels like the start of this. We we're going to think of the sets digital first. This this set makes me super excited about the Lord of the Rings set that they're working on, the Warhammer Forty Thousand oh, yeah. set they're working on. Like I think they can completely change the way Magic plays and looks digitally, right? With these cards. Sure. Um, so this was a thought I had this morning. Like as I'm thinking about the, the show today, as I'm playing like uh, on a little breaks at work. Um, and then at 2 p.m. today, uh, Wizards of the Coast announces Magic the Gathering Jumpstart Historic Horizons. It's a new set of cards coming out on August 12th exclusively in Magic the Gathering Arena. It blends together, oh. it blends together hundreds of cards from Modern Horizons 1 and 2 with 31 cards that are exclusive to this version, Jumpstart Historic Horizons. Jumpstart, Interesting. for those who don't know, Jumpstart was a product that was 20 card packs for $5. You bought two of them, you opened them, you shuffled to get them together, you had a 40 card deck. Like all the car, all the packs were meant, right. were meant to be, okay, so this is Jumpstart Historic Horizons. Now, why are these cards exclusive? to digital magic the gathering for exactly the reasons I said. There are cards that use a thing called seek. Powerful tutors that grab a random card from your deck that matches right. specific criteria. No shuffling, no time spent looking. The card grabs a card out of your deck and keeps the game moving. Yeah, that's, that's the reason to go digital, right? Is that you have these RNG elements. Like that's what Hearthstone has relied on. Right. For the majority, like, you know, you have cards that are like deal damage to three random enemies. And it just deals damage to three random enemies. Right. There are two other keywords. We don't get into them. Coming August 12th. This is very exciting to me. And it does feel like the future of the franchise. Now, maybe there's an alternating thing. They have been releasing sets fast and furious this year. Modern Horizons came out in two. It came out in June. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Wasn't out. Horizons a set already? Wasn't Horizons, Horizons was a set. set? There's a new set. It's called Modern Horizons, and then Modern. Is it Horizons just like? Too. Is it like? It pulls like it pulls from like old card. Like it brings old cards back to make them legal in current sets. I believe. Don't quote me on okay. that, but I believe it's what Modern Horizons. Modern Horizons is not playable in Arena. It's only a physical product. Right. Okay. So, um, so now we have a physical. So this product. is pulling from that. So Modern Horizons physical only product, Jumpstart Modern Horizons a digital only product, and then we have this hybrid with this Dungeon and Dragon set that does cooler things digitally. But you but, can buy. But you can buy cards. physical cards. Um, Interesting. Okay. And I really, I, this is. I feel like this is really exciting for Magic the Gathering, and I think it's like, like I think I could see myself spending. 
twenty to thirty dollars a month on digital cards, like playing like and in, in playing Magic Arena, like not more than just casually, like not not like not to win, not to win tournaments, like but just playing often, you know, and and, and making decks that are competitive against people. Uh, there is a ranked format similar to like you know a, a League of Legends. You can like rank up, right? Um, I think honestly, I'd play Magic the Gathering digitally if they did like what uh, what uh, Blizzard did with WoW Classic, where if they were like, all right, beta, we're gonna start with a or an unlimited set. You're gonna start with unlimited, and you're gonna or no wait, I guess beta because you get because I think well, was Arabian Nights a beta expansion or was it an unlimited expansion? Anyway, but you'd start with whatever the first base set was before Arabian Nights, and then you do. Arabian Nights, and then you do Antiquities, and then you do, uh, I guess, uh, Revised? Well, no, know. Revised is next. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you start, you 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 do, like, a, a WoW Classic thing, where it's, like, you start from the beginning, and you play with the cards that were available. Because, like, I, believe, I have I so many fun memories. That. I believe they have that in Magic Arena. You can go back. Interesting. You might want to download. All the way to like. You might want to download and take a look. Uh, the different. Is it all? Is it an iPad? Is it iPad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I played on the okay. iPad. I'll check it out. Yeah, you should. You check it out, man. Because I would definitely, I would definitely play that. Because that's the magic I remember. That was before. That was before we were coming I, up with strategies. We were just like, put all yeah. the rare black cards in here. Yeah. I want four royal assassins. I want four nightmares. Give me four underworld dreams. I think what's interesting about the Dungeons and Dragons set, though, is it, it does feel self-contained. Like it does feel like you can yeah. play. It, re- it will. It replaced the core set this year. There's no Magic 2022 core set. The the set oh, this year is Dungeons and Dragons Adventures in the Forgotten. And is the same going to happen with uh, Lord no. of the Rings? So and those Warhammer? are actually going to be the the ones with the separate card backs that you can't even oh. play with Magic. Oh, they're their own self-contained games. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll let this dog out before. I'm not even sure, to be honest, though, and I I know what I just said, but like I'm not even sure the Lord of the Rings and the Warhammer um, uh, cards are going to be physical or digital. They might; those might just be physical, which would be interesting. Which would be not just interesting, but like going against what I'm even saying, right? Like I'm saying that what's exciting about a Lord of the Rings set is that, like in Magic Arena, the the, the board can be Mordor and like the like you know right. or, and, and like we can you know we can play like that kind of stuff. You sure. know, another thing that's interesting about the uh, Dungeons and Dragons set is obviously some cards you roll a d20 to see what they do. Well, in Magic oh, Arena, in Magic Arena, it just rolls a d20. Like this, right, of course it's all right, it's all taken care of. Like that might be harder to do physically, like in, in person to remember. Like because a lot of people use d20s as life counters. In, in magic right but then you gotta have another one you gotta have another one to like spin to, to roll for these cards well unless you just were like okay i remember that i had 13 health no and then okay. i'll put it back to 13 sure of course um but like i said obviously much easier to just have the game do it for you digitally sure sure it's interesting um so i'm excited i'm excited for all this stuff and we'll see what happens um that's the only news story that i had for sure there is one other thing we could talk about i'm just not sure what there is to say about it but it is a huge news story um it's the activision are we yeah, talking activision blizzard there's, there's yeah. some shit going down at activision blizzard um they are being sued 
um, saying that, um, you know, it was a really, Activision Blizzard is a, a sexist work environment. Um, it, a frat boy mentality per, uh, pervades the company. Um, less right. than 20% of the company is women. Almost no senior positions are held by women. Um, and, and that people of color and, and, and um, uh, you know, uh, and sexuality were treated unfairly at the company. Um, uh, of course, Activision Blizzard being a giant bajillion dollar corporation releases a completely tone deaf statement that like doesn't acknowledge anything or say anything, just it's all legal talk. Uh, 800 current and over 800 current and former employees ha have now signed a letter, open letter to the company saying like, boy, that was a really shitty this statement is fucking, This is fucking terrible. <laughs> it was a really yeah. bad statement. You guys look even worse. Um, uh, and then um, several executives at Activision Blizzard have gone on record with better apologies, better statements, better, they've acknowledged that there was a problem. However, um, I, I don't know her I don't know if she's the head of Activision Blizzard, but she's way, way up there. Um, she doubles down on the really terrible statement saying that the, the lawsuit is twisted and it's, it's, it's unfair. It's, it's not what the company's like at all. It's a small subset of people who've experienced things like this. It's not a pervasive thing throughout the company. And that's the mess we're in now with Activision and Blizzard. Right. I I think there's the, the, the main takeaways here are one and most importantly, and, and something that we've talked about, um, this is not limited to the Activision Blizzard. This is what it's like to be a woman in this industry. And like, that is the, that is the fucking gross reality of it. And, and like, I, I told, I told Tiff about this and cause Tiff used to work at a video game company. Yes. And she's like, yeah, that's how it is. That's, yes. that is exactly how it is. Like, this is and like and and what i what broke i mean like that one there's a woman there's a story in that in that in that uh in that uh thing about a woman who killed herself because it was so bad and and we're just we're just now hearing about that now and that that fucks me up real bad not that like not that anything else that is said in there doesn't fuck me up but it's like the depth it gives you a sense of the depth like you know the pool is there but like it gives you a sense of depth to that pool that is just like i don't i don't i don't know i don't know what what we do because the internet has made games already an incredibly toxic place to work in general whether you're a journalist whether you're a game dev like those assholes who uh, hacked um, Titanfall two on on July fourth and made it they, so they hacked, no no no, no it was it was it was Titanfall they they literally hijacked Titanfall well I guess Apex two right I guess yeah. it was Apex two yeah. I think that I think though that like Titanfall they actually like had some sort of like they they hacked the maps or something there was something anyway the the fucking fucking respawn developers had to come in on Fourth of July miss time with their family. Because some assholes are upset that like people are hacking in Titanfall 2. And like hacking is a whole other thing that we can get into. Because I, I saw a fucking I saw a fucking wild video about hacks recently. And it's like, oh, we're fucked. Like, if you want to talk about like like the way that modern hacks work, just as an aside, the way that modern hacks work is so you know you have something like Battle Eye or you have 
um, you know, any of those anti-hacking things. The way that modern hacks work is they spin up a fucking VM using uh, Windows 10 um, HyperX. And then that's what it shows the BattleEye is this fucking VM of, of Windows. And like BattleEye doesn't know the fucking difference. So it's like, there's, there's zero way to detect it. There's zero fucking way to detect it. And you can update all day long and there is zero fucking way to detect. So it's, anyway, we, we play, we have we play all Warzone. sorts. We play Warzone and that game yeah. is 20% of the time broken yeah. because I'm sure because we'll just be like sitting behind a fence and we'll be dead all four of us and then right. you watch the kill right. cam and it's somebody can just they're shooting at nothing and they know you're there right right yeah but anyway to go back to the to go back to the to the thing like games in itself are incredibly toxic and they are uh, borderline impossible for people of color and women they're just I don't know I don't know how else to like get that message across to people who don't completely buy it because like that is the reality and and reading this shit was just it's fucking hard and it's like and I don't and when I say that what sucks is, is that it makes it sound like I don't I'm trying to like bring I'm not trying to bring it on to me I'm not trying to like shove it off as like uh dismissive be dismissive or like make it about my my feelings against it I'm just telling you that like I I want to help and I feel helpless to help because I don't know what to do other than like elevating the voices of these people that have been fucking like did you see that fucking BlizzCon video no did you okay so the 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 head of Blizzard I can't remember his name is it Jay Allen something I don't know whatever his name is he of course released the CEO statement that that this is not a representative of the values of Activision Blizzard blah 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 right he re- you go back ten years eleven years to a BlizzCon where he's on a panel with I think someone else who's been accused of of some of the wrongdoing. And this woman comes up and she says, you know, uh, it's a Q&A. They do a Q&A every year. Yeah, yeah. And this woman comes up and she says, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of the fact that your games have strong women in them. Like, that means a lot to me. But my question is, when are we going to make it so it doesn't look like these women are walking out of a Victoria's Secrets catalog? And, like, the panel kind of, like, laughs nervously about it. And then one of them goes well, what magazine would you like them to walk out of? And that, like, in a nutshell, is is Activision Blizzard. Like, that is what, like, that is the response that they gave this, that is the same response that they gave this, the same attitude of the response that they gave this whole allegation is basically just to, I don't know, fucking pretend that it doesn't exist or pretend that it's a joke or pretend that, like, they care about it, but they're so nervous and they're... And so, like, uh, 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 ashamed by it that they can't own up to the fact that, like, this sucked. Like, Ben Brode had this, the former head of Hearthstone, had this huge, uh, not huge, uh, had this tweet thread about how someone came up to him and confided in him about sexual harassment that happened to her. And he wanted to go tell HR, but she wouldn't let him because of what happens when you tell HR something like that. And, like... Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's fucking, it's fucking awful. It's fucking awful, and uh, I don't. 
part of the reason I, I walked away from an industry that I was like so excited to be a part of was because of a sexism thing that blew open the industry. And part of it was just that in a decade of now, granted, I only worked inside of the industry and I barely was inside. I was like one right. foot in the door. In a right. deck, but in a decade of being in this hobby, I never saw anything like this. Like I know I can't think of a time right. where I saw it. Like where I think I saw sexism happening. I can think of examples where I'm I personally may have talked down to a woman not realizing what I was doing. Right. But I can't, I never heard or saw anything in, of the level of what we were hearing about. The things that you're hearing about this Blizzard Activision thing are the same kinds of things that we're hearing about in, 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 in the beer industry. And and then like I, and like you're kind of saying like I think part of part of the problem was that I have nothing to say to anybody. Like I don't know right. what to, what all all I can do is make it worse. I feel like well I mean that's not true. I if I was aware, I could try. I could try to help. Right. Right. If I knew if I knew how to like or if I had seen something happening, but part of me wonders if like I didn't see it happening because I didn't I didn't want to see it happen like I it was happening right. and I didn't see it happening like and yeah I, I mean and 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 I think that I think that like in general as a culture we have progressed I mean like think about think about like the hypersexualization. like that's kind of what this like uh, Woodstock 99 documentary is about is like this there was like there was a time where like things were like so hypersexualized and so like who is the girl that I'm going to sleep with is the question rather than you know taking their thoughts into consideration like who am I going you know like it's 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 this like weird toxic I'm not weird it's toxic masculinity and it was like celebrated for so long like we have a mutual friend who like um like, you know, never had trouble getting women, but certainly didn't treat women with like the, the kind of respect that he treated his male friends, you know, like, and, 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 and like, we kind of were just like, oh, well, this is just how it is. And, and uh, like, I think well, a lot of, I mean, you, you and I could have a two hour long yes. private conversation about not just that person, but yes, the people, yes. the people that I play video games with every week and I could talk about. Sure. That whole thing. Yes. That's, right. that's been bugging it's, it's, me a lot it, lately. Yes. But that's not for that's, this show. Right. But like, that's, that. yes. I, I think that like, I think the hardest thing about this is that I, well, I feel culpable no, in it. Well, I feel culpable well, sure. in it too, right? Like, and, and like, and, and, and like, and because like Tiff would come home from where she worked and tell me stories. And it was like, it was the fucking, oh, boys will be boys, I guess, you know? Well, I mean- And she accepted that too, right? Like she was like, oh yeah, no, boys will be boys. I think and, I heard one 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 of those stories and the as a person who like, 
who would never do that? I can't even believe that kind of shit would happen. Right. Like you can't even believe you know that come on, that doesn't happen at a right company like that. Like, which is and you're saying right. it to somebody you know like no one yeah. no one has no reason to lie to you about any of it. Right. And you're or, like or you misinterpreted that. Oh, you know, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a big yeah, yeah, one. you know, like there's all sorts of like there's all sorts of things that that like we were we're culpable of, and I think like I mean, like I think that both you and I have grown significantly in the last ten years of our life. So like I think that there's there's definitely something you know <laughs> there's a difference now than there was, but like you still feel you feel res- not responsible but guilty for the person that you were and you wonder what you did to contribute to the overall mm-hmm. problem. And then, and then, par- and then feel paralyzed on top of it. That like, right. I can, well, I can't help. Like I, there's, there's a, like, there's nothing I can do. There's a great uh, Zoe Quinn uh, talk about this, about how she was, I think it's called, I was a, I was a teenage uh, shitlord, like <laughs> about how she was, one of those posters right she was one of those people and then it happened to her and like uh i'll put it in the show notes as a link so people can watch it uh it's great um uh zoe quinn another one of those people that get just infinite amount of shit uh for something they didn't do and because they decided to speak up about it uh they get all sorts of shit for it and it's fucked and that's that is the world we live in and i was one of those people that was like oh Zoe Quinn, uh, just, 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 and then it's like, and then you find out that now it's, it's, that's, that's, that's everything. That's everyone. And, yeah. you know, we did the, all of a sudden you no longer are annoyed at uh, Anita Scarsesian, uh, um, uh feminist frequency videos. You start going, Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like it is that, it is that realization circle where it's the, oh, fuck. And then, oh, fuck. See, I don't know. I don't know if we have helped or uh, contributed <laughs> anything meaningful to that conversation, but uh, it sucks. And man. What a way to end the show. Really bring it down. Believe women. Believe women. Donda's still not out. Believe women. Now you're you're all bummed out. We're all, we're, everyone's bummed out. Donda's still not out. Um, well, is it? Well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we haven't looked. Let me check Pitchfork. Let's see. Oh, is, is Donda available yet? Is that a website yet? Is DondaOut.cc or whatever? Kanye West's new album Donda will be released August sixth. A rep confirms. Yeah, that was that was a thing. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll see about that. Right. We'll see about that. August sixth. <laughs> I won't even be in town on August sixth. I'll be gone. Oh, that reminds me. We need to. I won't be in town next Monday. So we need oh. to talk about, we're going glamping again. Oh, you're going to try number two, attempt number two. Yeah, this time, but hopefully, hopefully this time, not like paralyzed with a horrible cold, but we'll see. Maybe you should start by putting like a camper in your backyard. And in that way. <laughs> do, do like baby steps? Like... Yeah. <laughs> Just rent the an slowest RV. slowest detox. Rent an RV, park it in the driveway. <laughs> And then camp in that and see how it goes. Uh, I have an. Okay, I have and a... Tiff and I, Tiff and I are in this standoff where she's like, she insists that she wants to camp, right? And I don't want to camp. Like I don't want to really camp, right? Like I don't want to really camp. 
And I know she doesn't either. Cause I'm like, listen, listen, the minute that you have to dig a hole and shit into it is the minute that you're no, done with camping. You're not going anywhere where you're going to dig a hole. No, 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 no. This is different. This is, this is, this is, this is a side discussion. This okay, is, right. but like, so, cause she, cause that's what, cause it brings, we bring it up every time. Every time we talk about going glamping, we talk about going actual camping. Right. And I say, so like we're at there this like we're at this like standoff. You don't have to dig a hole and poop it. Well, in. no, she wants to go like no camping. No, no, but you, the, even camping, even like, like you're talking about getting, you're talking about like naked and afraid. Like you're like you can go camping. <laughs> yes, you can go like, to a campground like, and there's outhouses and like standoffs. You don't have to. The standoff is is that like I don't want to go, but I also don't want to run the risk of going to prove her wrong. Only for her to like stand her ground and be like, no, no, I'm fine. We're staying. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Okay. Well, good luck. Uh, we'll talk about what, maybe there'll be a show next week. Maybe there won't. We'll see. No, there'll be a show. It'll just be late. It'll be late again. Right, It'll be, maybe, yeah. I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday or something. I don't yeah. know. I leave. Whatever works. I leave Friday. Okay. No, wait, does that make sense? Yeah, I leave, I leave Friday uh, for a weekend trip. You leave Friday the 6th. Yeah. You leave Donda release day. Don, you really, you really, uh, you, really you, really, you leave on Donda day. I leave on Yay day. Uh, and I, but yay I, day. I, it's well, yeah. Here's the problem. I'm supposed to go to Tulsa. We talked last right. episode. They're not doing yeah. great with the Delta mm-hmm. variant over there. No. Um, <laughs> or, or they're doing great with it. <laughs> I mean, they're they're not doing it. great with Delta. Delta doing great with them. Delta loves Tulsa. really killing it. Really doing a really good job <laughs> over there. <laughs> Delta just killing it over there. Oh, by the hundreds. Um. So <laughs> there you go. Hey, we're on Twitter at Bullshot Podcast. I'm on Twitter at J I M P L A C H Y um we uh you know i we might do we might do a patreon soon i don't know yeah i actually had an idea i had an oh, idea for put a it in the thing because i looked the thing today i know I, i've been meaning to do it all day i've been meaning to do it all day okay. and i just haven't gone around do it do it and then we'll talk um and because i i i had an idea and then i realized i already put it in the base camp i was like oh i had this idea like forever ago but we'll get there hang on hang tight it's coming Hang tight. Hang tight. Hold, clutch your wallet tight. By the next time that you hear us, Donda will still not be out. But it'll be closer. We'll be so close in our heart. Donda's listen, in our heart. Every, every day is one day closer to Donda. We don't know how many days there are until Donda. They say August 6th. They said, they said July 26th. We don't know. Uh, but we're getting one day closer every day. And, it, and, and, and that's one more day that we don't have to deal with. We don't have Donda. Right. I don't know why I want to say Donda every time. Donda. Donda. Don't like a like Donda. a Duolingo app. Donda. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Donda. I see you haven't released Donda in two weeks. <laughs> you, Would you like to take a lesson? You paid fifty dollars to listen to Donda. It's going to be free on streaming. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Why don't you feel for us? Do you want All to right. tell yeah, anything you want to tell the people or no? I'm on Twitter at the Jesus Fish. Uh, you probably don't want to follow me. Okay. Well, there we go. Crushed it. We crushed <laughs> another episode. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.